Greetings in the name of Christ. This is the Hope to Hope podcast, a podcast that exists to share Christ, his truth, and his saving love for his people. To this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. I want to conclude the um, brief study of total depravity by asking a question. We know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, as the Bible says. And total depravity means that all are inclined to all evil. But the question is, are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, who have been given a new nature, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, still totally depraved? Should we talk that way of believers? Or how should we, how should we understand total depravity as it applies to Christians? In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20, Solomon says, Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and never sins. And the Apostle Paul also says in Romans uh, chapter 7, The good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. Uh, they said this because they realized that human beings, even Christians, and believers in the Lord Jesus Christ still experience the effects of sin. And so, uh, this point is made by the Apostle Paul, that he finds himself breaking the law of God, the holy law of God, a thing he does not wish to do. And this is what the New Testament teaches, uh, that believers will see the effects of total depravity uh, throughout their lives. Believers still struggle in this present world with ongoing sin. As Thomas Schreiner puts it, the relationship of believers to the world is poised in the tension between the already and the not yet. Only the unbelievers, I believe, are totally depraved, inclined to all evil, incapable of pleasing God and doing anything to his glory. Because whatever they do, even the good they do, is not done with good motives. But the believers have a new nature with the Holy Spirit indwelling us. And so uh, the sin that we do is not by nature. It is a fight against the new nature that we have. The sin nature is done away with. We have a new nature in the Lord Jesus Christ, even though we still see the effects of total depravity. So it is not all the time that we are displeasing to God. It is only when we sin. It is only when we do not do things to his glory that we sin against him. But the unbelievers, on the other hand, even if they do good, their motives will never please God and give glory to him. But we must bear in mind that we have to give God the glory all the time. And to not give him the glory all the time is to sin against him. Even those who <clears throat> have not done what the moral law requires have sinned against God because we sin by omission, by not doing what he requires of us. So it is not only when we sin by doing what the law says we should not do, but we only also sin by not doing what the law says we should do, God's holy law. And Paul, uh, John rather, said if we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, 
God is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make God a liar and his word is not in us. So God, we pray that you would help us as Christians in this life, in this world, to live lives, Lord, that are pleasing to you. We know that it is hard and difficult, Lord, to please you all the time and to do things from good motives that give glory to you. But we pray that you, by your mercy and grace, would grant us the ability to always examine ourselves and to always have it fresh in our minds that, Lord, whatever we do is only by your grace. And so it is not um, uh, through us, but it is through Christ who is in us that we can do what your law and your holy word requires.